0: So long and good riddance to 2018. Welcome to Unfeatured Articles from the future. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Unfeatured Articles, the show about finding the weirdest... And the most obscure that the internet has to offer My name is James Keogh My name is Curtis Lang My name is Rylan McNamara And we have, this is our first episode of 2019 Yeah, welcome to welcome, the future, boys. everyone We're here Is in it? The future. Yes, this, uh, January 1st Oh shit, I thought it was
1: the 31st we did I it. We that's made what it. Was today. I think,
0: like, after last night, you just got so blackout that you just assumed that. Yeah, sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, last night was what? Oh, man. The, the 31st, our New Year's Eve parties. Where'd Ooh. you go, man? Uh,
1: I went to the moon. Oh, sweet. Oh, um, <laughs> um, yep, nice, nice. And partied with the moon men. Um, David Bowie was there. Sweet. Uh, that's where he went. That's where he went. Uh, yep. Where else? Where, yeah, where uh, else and the could Moon go? Man came a calling. Nice. Uh, and no, we are recalling this a little bit before. It is a little bit earlier. <laughs> uh, we're still in 2018. We're I'm... coming to you from the past, oh, but we're talking to you about the future. <laughs> Figure that out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, today we are on the future wiki. We are. It's... Which I believe it's it's so it's a wiki that's got like a bunch of um uh, hypothetical future scenarios, future scenarios yep. uh, in the form of wiki, wiki articles. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and we're going to dive into a bunch of what-if scenarios about, about the, our, the world
0: that is to come. The world to come. It gets so intricate. I love yeah. it.
1: All um, right. It wants to kick us off. Riles, how about you kick us off? Before? Riley? Me? what have you yeah. got? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's, um,
2: let's have a look. Let me get my article up so I can remember what I'm doing.
1: Let's talk about
2: Antarctica.
1: That's, okay. All right. Sorry, just really quickly. Do you know a fun fact about Antarctica? Tell me. Um, according to Australia, we own the most of it. That's but that true. is not recognised by oh, anybody except Taiwan. Ha.
0: Wait, how does Thank that make you, sense? Taiwan, yeah. So um, like everyone's just like, "What are you talking about?" And then Taiwan, who's just like desperate for, he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, but I yeah, heard well. that too.
1: Because <laughs> Antarctica's got a whole bunch of oil and in, in and uh, resources. I don't, I, I don't know about the Antarctic situation that sure. much, but I do know that Australia is like, "Yep, oh, we own that." It's definitely ours. So everyone's like, "It's fucking not." <laughs> Since no, it right. isn't.
0: Tell us uh, about Antarctica, sorry, okay. Riley. So,
1: Antarctica in the yeah. future. What happens? Um,
2: well, everybody knows the USA, the United States of America. I, I do. I try not, not to, but yes. Strap in for the UAS. UAS, United U- Antarctic States. Oh, okay. So in this proposed future scenario, yeah. Antarctica is split into six different states. Okay. And is owned by each continent. Or what? Um
1: yeah, so no, it would Wow, that's a word. Um <laughs> Famously there are only <laughs> six continents. Yes. Uh so the United Antarctic wait, Antarctica. Wait, 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 wait. How many
0: how many continents are there? There are seven, seven continents. Including including one of which Antarctica. is Antarctica. Well I've just gone ahead and fucked this, haven't I? That's all right. A little bit. I've good We all make mistakes. We all We don't record, not
1: all of us record them on podcast.
2: (laughs) Anyway, sorry. The United Antarctic States is a federal constitutional republic comprising of six states on Mm. the continent of Antarctica. It It is the first and only country on Antarctica, and with just under a population of one million, it is the smallest country in the world in terms of population, but the largest in terms of area. Sure. So this is obviously a hypothetical scenario. So
0: they've turned Antarctica into a country of six states. Yes. Wherein one million people live. Yes, so oh, 1 how million. is it livable? Because it's yeah. not really a T M. Quite well, human. it is,
1: but
2: like, so um, this is so this apparently this supposedly kicks off from 2018. Okay, so okay. In this hypothetical scenario, it starts in 2018. Yeah, um, was the last continent on Earth discovered by mankind? Um, you know, that's all pretty normal stuff. Since its discovery until 2016, Antarctica was known as an uninhabitable uninhabited continent used only for research. Yes. In the middle of 2010, scientists said that global warming is causing a severe reduction in temperature in Antarctica, maybe an increase is what they mean, which may make it a habitable place. Basically, global warming got so bad that Antarctica kind of turns into like oh, dang. Sydney. Oops. Um,
1: Oops. specifically Sydney. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was. It's just Sydney, it's just Sydney <laughs> um,
2: so 2016. The scientific base at McMurdo, um, which is the largest base in Antarctica, yeah, like, in real life as well, um, housed housed about 1,500 people. Mm-hmm. Many people believed that because the conditions in McMurdo would be suitable for housing, um, they started building a colony? residences, and yeah. like okay. a colony, and then a city and a village, a village and a city rather. Yeah. Um, so basically, all this stuff just started happening. Um and it the article goes into like a lot of the detail of like the timeline of when people moved in and whatever sure and apparently there was a war with Chile
0: of um, course
2: why with Chile I don't know about Antarctica I, yeah I is it didn't, I didn't read that right part I I could read okay is Just that because they, they were and,
1: all, and try and s- s- in twenty twenty five two
2: military bases on the Antarctic coast near Weddell uh-huh. Antarctica twenty twenty nine Chilean president. Carla Rubila declared the Antarctic Peninsula a territory of Chile in response to this. Antarctica ordered the shutdown of military bases. Oh. Chile attacked Weddell and Orkney. Antarctica on October 29, 2030, sparking the Chilean Antarctic War. So basically it's, it's because Chile moved in and was like, This is ours. It's ours now. This it's is like ours. what we did. Yeah. It's in like real what,
1: life.
0: Yeah. It's like
2: everything that Britain <laughs> it's like, never It's did. colonialism. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, um anyway, Antarctica wasn't having it. Um so they started a war.
0: Anyway, is that do you reckon it's just because like when all the people live in Antarctica, they were just like, "Oh, it's so chilly here," and then Chile was just like, "No, no, no, we're we're no, chilly." No, hold on, we're, we're called Chile, what are you and was, about? yeah, it's so chilly. It's just like, "What are you?" That's how it probably. Hey guys, did I've just had forget. a really
1: good idea for a good time boy sketch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come
0: back to me later. Good, great, um, that's fantastic. And what are the what are the provinces? What are the states called? Okay, so we've got North Antarctica. Good, original. Uh a, th- a
2: uh-huh. I don't know. Birdland, spelled B Y R D L A N D, Birdland, Havlo. Uh Victoria. Oh. And my personal favorite, which contains the North Pole. Yeah. Uh, newbin. Nubin? Nubin.
0: Newbin.
2: Like a, a Get new, rid of the old bin. like a newbin. Like you went to IKEA and bought yourself a, oh, you new, bin. a new bin. All Is right. that a one word or two? One word. Alright, Newbin. Anyway, okay. so but those you know, are the provinces. Victoria. Okay. Um, yeah,
0: they just kind of yeah, a bit uncreative if you ask Come me. Come on,
2: there's like 15 of those now, <laughs> uh, but they've got an anthem in here. They have a national oh, anthem sweet. in here.
1: Do they have lyrics?
2: They have lyrics. Yeah, Talk to me do. about those lyrics, okay, big boy. So the uh, the anthem is called "O Antarctica, My Land," <laughs> um, and I will I will read for you. Please do now. <laughs> Give us an excerpt. Um, the national anthem is called "Antarctica." Please My prepare Land. for
1: a dramatic was, reading uh, of "O Antarctica, My Land" by Riley McNamara. It was officially adopted
2: in 2021. Uh, it became. Apparently became popular three years prior to that, though. Oh, sure. Um, okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, Antarctica, my land. Your white ice. Your sky, blue and clear. Your bright yellow sun. The ocean around you composed of blue waters. Your center covered in snow. Represent your unique nature. You may not have trees, but there's beauty. Every snowflake that is in you symbolizes your prosperity. Your people from various cultures coming from all places. You're brave and warlike people. Ooh. Not give up the fight. You are at the south end. You is the extreme cold. But perfect. you are still perfect. Oh, Antarctica, my land. Dang.
0: That's inspirational, so, yes. I've got a tear rolling down my cheek. I like how the first few lines are just like naming things they see. It's yeah. like, just like. What is it? It's uh, um, white. And white.
2: Uh, there's not any trees. And the like sun.
0: Bit. <laughs> and um,
2: yeah, there's, there's a sun, the for sun, a little bit uh, the of a the
0: time. There's definitely snow. No trees. <laughs> and, no trees. And but and it's still beautiful. The
2: ocean around you. Ocean is you. around it. Yeah. Let's let's make a song about a continent. <laughs> What's the bit about
1: the snowflakes?
2: Um, your snow pra- your snowflakes, symbolises your prosperity.
1: Of course. You're brave and warlike people. Yeah. yeah that was a weird addition. Yeah. Like,
2: my, I think my favorite bit, though, is you is the extreme cold. Yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> like, it's talked about how- glo- in, can we get that on a t-shirt? You is the extreme cold. He's shaking, he's he's shaking his head. His head no. You said
1: yes to Jazz on Noble Steed from My Song Suck, and you're not going to say yes to you is the noble cold? No. I can see why. <laughs> now I've got all turned around. <laughs> I love oh. that. That is incredible. I love that with my with I, it's time to move to Antarctica. Who wrote this? We, yeah, we, 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 need, cool we need to credit the author, right?
2: Um, yeah, but my favorite bit is, um, yeah, you is the extreme cold. You are you are at the south end. Like, I mean, that's just like it's, it's all. It's, it's basically just geography. Like <laughs> right, exactly. If, if someone had to write a poem, like some grade three. If child. someone just had
0: to describe what Antarctica yeah. is, it's just
2: like okay, well. Is the south? And then um, brave and warlike people thrown in there for some fun. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit about geography and climate in there as well. Oh, great. It doesn't actually say anything's changed. It just says that it's the coldest place on earth. The coldest temperature ever recorded was negative 82, 89.2 degrees Celsius in Vostok on July 21st, 1983, huh. which is all, you know, all well and the good. fucking
0: Cause like past. That's my thing is like if climate change made it such that it's habitable, but didn't melt the ice? Isn't yeah. Isn't that like the whole like thing of climate change? Yeah. and that's, that's, I thought
1: this guy was a climate change denier. Right? And he it was like, like,
0: oh, in the quote-unquote
1: climate change. But I want Antarctica to be but, Yeah, but I do want Antarctica. For this he- weird headcanon that I've got.
2: <laughs> but, but like he already had the song written, so all the <laughs> yeah. references yeah. to it like, like it's so cold. Oh, you damn. are the extreme cold. Oh, but global warming well, global, kind uh, of... Uh, you know, it, it's, it's more like Hobart now. I mean, <laughs> what, still it's,
0: cold. Yeah, it's it's Hobart still, is still cold. Hobart is chilly, Willy Woo. Yeah, I tell you. Oh man, that's You'll hilarious. Start a war with Chile. <laughs> Anything Chile. more on, on Antarctica?
2: Um, uh, there is some population figures for the um, for the provinces. So, McMurdo, the capital in Victoria, has approximately, as of the twenty one twenty five census. Um, McMurdo in Victoria has about two hundred fifteen thousand people. Esperanza in Havlo has about one hundred fifty thousand. Means hope in Spanish.
0: Esperanza. Does it? Yeah. I knew yeah. that. Bloody, bloody, did bloody did language <laughs> lesson. Did, 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 did some character research, I did didn't you? Big uh, bad wolf. In in when I did Shrek the Musical, and uh, <laughs> I was the big bad wolf. One of my lines was Esperanza. Uh, which meant hope. There's this bit where we're all That's tangled cute. as well. hell. We're doing yeah. that
1: like this tango where we're going like, you're our only hope. <laughs> this is and- <and> James <laughs> is just
0: at the front. Just it like- was great. Roll of a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> Nice one. Um, and wore a uh, dress. It
2: was really cool. It was great. You might be wondering how everyone gets around on Antarctica. Of course I am. So the answer is high-speed rail. Yes. Cool. Um, the average speed of the rail is 450 miles an hour, um, although their fastest train, the Orange Line, um, is able to reach speeds upwards of six hundred miles an hour. Ooh. That is it's a bit ludicrously fucking fast. That's speed. Fast. Like I don't have a conversion, but that's so fucking fast. <laughs>
0: that's pretty fast. It's very fast. <laughs>
2: like 60 miles an hour is hundred kilometers an hour. Yeah. So therefore six hundred miles an hour should be about a thousand Ks an hour.
0: Woof. That's fast. That's, that's pretty un- fast. According to my calculations, gotta is, go fast. Uh,
2: According to Sonic, that's fast. That's pretty fast. Gotta go fast. Anyway, that's Antarctica in Fantastic. the future. I love starting, it. Starting from now, starting I'm moving in 2018. Packing my bags. Memorize that anthem.
0: I will. I've already got it locked in. Uh, can I talk about my one? Please. Yes. Well, talking about fast speeds, I want to talk about how we as a society are perfected uh, beyond light speed travel.
1: Yeah, Ooh. How did we
0: do it? Well, Please, that bloody train me. in, a,
1: in yeah, well, yeah, fucking
0: Of course. Fucking Antarctica. The train. first step was Antarctica. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so this is a scenario called it's the Chig leaked. Human War. Um, it is Chig, a human, Chig war. human War. Okay, cool. uh, and it essentially goes very far into the future um, when we start like battling with aliens and stuff. It mm. goes very far, but I want to kind of take it back to some sort of immediate future in the next 100 years um, to 2101. Uh, good year. So, good vintage. Good vintage. <laughs> good vintage. 2101. Uh, Great cab Talking about something called the Bernoullian force. So, 2101, mm-hmm. Spanish astrophysicist Dr. Arna Bun- Bunel discovered what came to be known as the Bernoullian force. Bernoullian force. Mm-hmm. There were f- so, basically, four known forces in physics yep. two subnuclear forces responsible, respectively, for alpha and beta decay. Uh-huh. Uh, there's electromagnetism, which in- includes light and gravity. Um, and then the fourth one is the Bernoullian force. Okay. so, so This blog actually discovered that one. This woman uh, discovered oh. that one. So yeah, Bernoullian force is the fifth generated by thermonuclear reactions. Uh, the force has very little effect in our universe. Uh-huh. However, mm-hmm. um, little me. effect in our universe, barely detectable. Simultaneously, though, with the discovery of this fifth force, however, she discovered a second universe in point-to-point congruence with our own. The continuum universe differs from the one we're used to in that there are no known quantum effects there. Within that universe, particles may travel as fast as they can be accelerated, and the fifth force exists to accelerate them. Basically, this led scientists all over the world to foresee the advent of faster-than-light communications. By 2107, six years later, with a population fast approaching 12 billion, yeah. food riots in most countries and a biosphere contaminated by the burning of fossil fuels, um, the colonization of the solar system was seen as the key to the eventual regeneration and uniting of Earth. So yeah. they need to perfect this faster than light communication so that they can send people out beyond the solar system so we can continue to them have life. We yeet them into the solar system. This is what led to- can we get that on a shirt? Yeet them into the solar system. Thank you. There, we go. That. there we go. That'll sell. Uh, a year later, scientists in a Taiwan laboratory succeeded in transmitting information faster than the speed of light via the continuum universe. So we're using this other universe to transmit particles faster than they can possibly go in our universe. Uh, and then just like what? Popping them back into where they should be in ours. Shout out to Taiwan. Once Shout again. To, they did it. They back us on Antarctica. Yeah, they they they, <laughs> and they, they do invent faster Taiwan
1: are our boys.
0: Yeah, calculated at traveling nearly 3.26 light years in one Earth day. Near instantaneous communications was now possible with the fledgling Mars colony. So we have a Mars colony okay. at this point in time. Good uh, and a lunar colony as well. There was a bit of a controversy about the lunar colony, but you can read into that in your own time. No,
1: no, I'm interested. Come on, oh, just yeah. give me brief. Give me brief. All somewhere. right,
0: fine, fine, fine. Where is it? Um, the The lunar crisis Uh, in 2074, the Armstrong Lunar Colony had a population of 452 um, and then them plus the transients and the workforce of the dozen or so commercial mining bases. That's more than a thousand humans on the moon and they all need water. Yeah. And so there was this big thing of like, they could melt down water ice and filter that into water and then blah, 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 blah. And they're like mining helium three and it's blah, 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 blah. It's a big kerfuffle. You can you can look into it. It's blah, 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 blah. I'm there here to go. talk about baneurial, baneul, I'm Penulian. talking about light speed stuff. So <laughs> um, then after the after we sent, we're, you know, talking with Mars, a few months later, groundbreaking research based on zero point field theory led to the activation of the first suspensor field generator in San Francisco. This made artificial gravity fields possible on starships. My God. Here we go. We're doing it. This brings us to Eckley Jump Theory, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me about it. 2110, an American theoretical physicist named Dr. Everett Eckley proposes that instantaneous interstellar instatel- travel, interstellar, nailed it the third time, by which I mean the first time. We'll edit that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is possible- it's gone. Yeah. Through certain points near a star by passing from this universe to the continuum universe- his theory surmised that for every construct in our universe, there can be created a correspondence particle in his in the continuum universe. In order for a construct to go into and emerge from the continuum universe without change, it must have some complex machinery to hold everything together and prevent the ship and crew from being disorganized into elementary particles. You should see the hand gestures: oh, There are the so many gestures.. <clears throat> Correspondence particles can be boosted to speeds faster than light, in fact, to speeds nearly infinite as we measure them. Mm. Of course, they cannot emerge into our universe at such speeds, obviously. Obviously. They have to lose their energy to emerge at all. There are severe conditions to entering and leaving the continuum universe. According to the echolye jump theory since the fifth force is created by thermonuclear reactions generally in stars a ship may travel through the continuum universe only along pre- precisely defined lines of equipotential flux created by th- thermonuclear reactions inside active stars Dr. Eckley named these lines jump lines. Possible jump lines lie between each two stars. In short, this so-called Eckley drive allows instant transport between two stars with a jump line. These jump lines form entry and exit points to the continuum universe.
1: This is so fucking in-depth. So right? you have
0: to fly into a star. Into the trajectory between two stars. Right. Yeah. So
1: it's like how... <clears throat> All right, so you know hyperspace in Star Wars. mm Yep. The way that they do that is that there are pre, um, like written routes between yeah, like in between yes. yeah. hyperlanes they're called.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like that. Yeah. However, in between two stars, instead of yeah, instead of manoeuvring around the stars, they're going directly in these lines that exist yeah. with boosted kind of nu- thermonuclear energy. Yeah, because you're basically going into the stars. However, you're going into the quantum universe. Yeah. inside these stars, which have the thermonuclear Continuum universe, sorry, um, which have these, these, uh, the energy to go yeah. at, at beyond light speed and then returning. Um, they did it, of course, in 2115. A consortium of scientists from the European Federation and Japan, led by Ekely, succeeded in creating the Ekely Drive propulsion engine. The next year, using an Ekely Drive, the United America's space agency spaceship, Benewal Oh, it's named after the oh, the doctor who proposed it. Made nice. the first interstellar flight to Alpha Centauri by getting to a proper jump point within the solar system and turning on the drive. Energy was used, the ship vanished, and reappeared in an instant at a jump point in Alpha Centauri 4.39 light years away. With this scientific breakthrough, the problem of tra- uh, travel between star systems was reduced to the problem of travel within star systems. With this tremendous technological advancement around the world, discussion began around the eventuality of interstellar colonial expansion in which people would seek to escape from the troubles of Earth to the new frontier. Okay, so when you say the problem no longer became
1: between star systems but in a star system. Yes. So they still had to travel. They still had to travel when they were- To the point, because it takes like three years to get to uh, Mars, right? Yes. So they still had to do that, but then, like, hypothetically, they tra- they travelled four years to mm. the
0: first hyperlane, but then they could travel in an instant to yes. the next one. So when you're travelling within, like, the solar system or something like that, you have to go normal speed. Right. But once you're going between stars in different star systems, you can Instantaneous. instantaneously jump. That's, That's what, This is really interesting. It's so in-depth. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, so they were like, oh, well, we can just, you know – Uh, It's a little similar to Mass Effect, It is, I was going to say. Yeah, uh, the Mass Effect trilogy. trilogy. However, the notion of uh, escaping from Earth and colonizing the new frontier, uh, this happening soon, was disregarded by every government on Earth to be unnecessary at that time and far too expensive. Yet several of Earth's larger corporations began to fund space exploration efforts, mostly with space probes. Elon Musk, Jr. They Elon Musked it. This gave way to a rapid increase in the power and influence of multinational corporations. So, oh, okay. So this is government restrictions giving rise to these corporations yeah. becoming government figures. Oh, my gosh. This is I good. love this. I'm going to spend a lot of time on this page. This is just Space Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were not defined by country, society, or ideology. In industry, in business, and in the media, the multinationals became ever more powerful and more visible. The Aerotech Corporation was the most prominent company formed during this period so it goes on and, and, and time goes on and well I guess the, the the corporations take over and it's a capitalist nightmare who knows I haven't read that far but that's good, that's good the invention you, of readers, so listeners. giving rise to the space exploration yeah. meant that yeah there was this massive capitalist takeover be warned everyone <laughs> be warned us in 2018 because yeah, the capitalists
1: aren't in control already I mean
0: yeah exactly <laughs> seem to have an opinion here. I don't...
1: Vote Greens 2019. Now, <laughs> um, shall I get on to mine? Please. Lovely. Speaking of politics... Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Um, I have found a future article that was written a little bit in the past. Sure. So it was written in 2015, I believe. Okay. Um, just after both uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump had announced their candidacy for the President of the United States. Got it. And so this is a hypothetical 2016 election uh, period Uh and the inauguration of the 45th hypothetical 45th President of the United States. Sure. So it actually goes all the way to the 50th President of the United States, but I'm only going to do the 45th because uh, we don't have time for this. No. Um, So... Well, actually, I'm going to do the 45th and the 46th because they kind of tie into each okay, other. Okay, I like it. Right. Now, in the 2016 US presidential election, uh, so the, it was one of the most chaotic in history. It was. That was true. Yes. Uh, no. A total of four candidates received electoral votes for the first time in US history. So usually it's just two, right? Yes. Yeah. But four of them this time. The four candidates to receive electoral votes were Hillary Clinton, yep, uh, Ted Cruz, yep. Donald Trump, and Mimi Saltzik, who I believe... Uh, was the chairman. He's the co-chairman of the Socialist Party. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, Clinton received 273 votes, which was enough to win the US presidential election. Okay, so Clinton won. So Clinton won. Okay. I wish, right? Who? Despite most states leaning Republican, the Republican National Committee took Texas Senator Ted Cruz over New York Senator Donald Trump. Trump, who is mad at the Republican Party for not picking him, runs as a third party ran as a third party candidate. Oh, polls during the presidential bids remained nearly equal between Cruz and Trump nearly the whole way all the way until election night. When, uh, uh when election night came, Cruz narrowly edged out Trump for second place by nine electoral votes with 135. Trump had 126 electoral votes and a third place finish. Mimi Solcik, the co-chairman of the third party became the first non independent, non independent third party candidate to ever win electoral votes. Uh, winning the electoral votes of Vermont and one vote from Nebraska. Uh huh. So there's this, there's a lot of words in there about American politics. Sure. Not even America understands how their election system works. Yeah, so far don't out. even try. Um, Ted Cruz's running mate was Kentucky Senator Rand uh, Paul. Okay. Donald Trump's picked California actor Charlie Sheen, of course, uh, as his running mate. Good. Socialist Party co-chairman Mimi Salzick picked Wisconsin's Angela Walker as his running mate. Uh huh. The winning candidate. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. Secretary of State picked her husband, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, forty-second right. President of the United States, Bill Clinton, as her vice president. So Bill Clinton became the first person to ever hold the title of president, vice president, and first husband in his life in, in a lifetime. Bill Clinton also became the first person to have the title of first husband due to Hillary Clinton becoming the first female US president. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her first weeks as president, uh, Hillary Rodden Clinton was sworn in as the 45th president of the United States at noon on Friday, January 20th, 2017. Her first weeks as president passed several laws, including a renewal of Obamacare and a reinitiation of the Patriot Act. Okay. So the Patriot Act was a, a bunch of laws that um, increased... I'm not going to go too far into it because sure. my 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 severe left leaning might come out. It was right. just a bunch of stuff about like um security uh, uh, post 9/11 stuff. Sure. Right. Um Hillary uh promises not to change much from Abra- Obama's term as president. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. President Hillary Clinton was killed in an ISIS-inspired attack by Hussein Sultan, an Iraqi immigrant to the US. Oh, damn! He was criminally charged and was given the death penalty. Hillary Clinton's vice president, Bill Clinton, becomes president. Oh. Setting numerous records in the field of president. So he's back. He's back, baby. He's back in. Bill Clinton became the second president to ever serve non-consecutively, the only president since 1945 to serve for more than eight years, and became the third oldest man to ever be sworn in as US president. Uh, and he was sworn into the office as the 46th president of the United States at 1pm on February 8th, 2017. So Hillary didn't even last like a month. Right. Before right. she got assassinated. Yeah, it was like, it was three weeks. Huh. Jeez. This swearing in made Bill Clinton the second ever president to serve two non-consecutive terms. The first move Clinton made was to close schools for the day, as the death of a US president in office warranted it. He renewed several tax breaks from previous administrations, and finally in May 2017... Clinton passed the guns act, which increased security at public and private events in an attempt to prevent similar events from occurring again. Right. Um, In late 2017, Clinton approved, uh, Congress approved Clinton's proposal to declare war on ISIS, which was announced by speaker of the house, Paul Ryan on the date of September 17th, 2017. Military forces were immediately deployed into Iraq and airstrikes began over ISIS controlled areas of Iraq. Early in the war, the US was low on manpower for the war, and even with NATO helping to fight against ISIS, they could not defeat them. Clinton, despite highly despising military drawings, supported the movement to do a military, uh, so drafting, yeah. um, conscription, mm-hmm. and, was, and issued it as an executive order in January 2018. Uh, in March 2018, Congress attempted to impeach Bill Clinton again. Oh, good. Uh, with a bill in Congress. The Republicans controlled Congress... Uh, voted on the bill that the newly founded Socialist Party, behind Senator Mimi uh, Solzik, oh. were able to stop a Clinton impeachment by a small margin of votes. Clinton was not impeached, and the Republicans suffered a major defeat in, in Congress by a vote of 53 to 47. Oh, dang. A successful military draft technique from Clinton ultimately won a war against ISIS, but troops and advisors were set, sent to help establish a fair, equal Iraqi government. Mm-hmm. Clinton also passed a bill that would leave troops stationed in Iraq through to 2025. The Clinton presidency then grew increasingly quiet in 2019, as most of the big events from Clinton's presidency were over. Clinton had a peaceful second half of his term, filling in for his wife. During the 2020 presidential campaign, Clinton threw his support behind his vice president, former Minnesota Minnesota Senator Al Franken. Al Franken. Wasn't he the guy? I'm not too sure who that is. I remember the name from some not very nice... Oh, news articles. Anyway, sure. Uh, former Minnesota Senator Al Franken for the twenty twenty Democratic nominee. Right. Anyway, I'm just going to run through. Please. The 40 th- 47th seventh U S president was Jeb Bush. Oh, okay. And the forty eighth U S president was uh Joaquin Castro from Texas. Ooh. Uh, so yeah. It says it goes to. F- oh, this is an unfinished article. It's an unfinished article. Ooh. Oh. oh. Okay. So it's still being contributed to. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to go all the way to fifty eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I think that's a big thing on this um, wiki. Uh, like a lot of people contribute to stuff. Yes, yeah. They kind of like have communities and they and they figure out like this timeline of, of events yeah. and stuff. Workshop the future, and they go really in depth, as we saw with like yours. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That was some heavy science fiction yeah. theory. I liked it. It was. Good. It was great. Anyway, fantastic. That's the future. That's that the future. is the future. That's that's everything the future. Know. No, like you to need the future, Bill Clinton's president. Yes, at the moment. Uh, And um, and we're all in
0: Antarctica. We're all in
1: Antarctica, and and sorely awaiting the uh, uh, the
0: Benulians. Yes, yes. The the Nudians. The Nudians. The Nudians. Um, uh, Do we want to end with the game? You have a game? Yeah, yeah. I love a game. Great. Um, This one. It's all about timelines. I've been looking for a good timeline. I I think I'm settling on. um, There is a future called the Infinity Warfare. Um, oh, future Infinity War. Ooh, bloody yeah! It's oh. where Thanos just comes in, and uh, no, it's 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 some sort of uh, scenario of, of the future. Yeah, um, a lot of these scenarios have timelines of just year by year what happens. Um, so we're gonna play. Uh, what year did this happen? I love it. It's not the catchiest okay. title, but it's, it's, it does what, what it says year on the tin. Did this
1: happen? Mm, what year did it happen? What year did this happen? Oh, what year did it happen? Yeah, well, yeah I that's right. That. that was sexy. There we go. Thank you. That's good. Right. Okay. I wanted to do a song every episode this season, but I kept forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> no. You did most. I think I, I, mean, did, we, I did a couple. I, I think did, did most. I did a fair few. This wasn't a season anyway. There's been like, this was 10 episodes. Some I don't know. Who knows? I've not been counting. Not me neither. Yeah. S- six, six, six or, or seven, seven There to
0: you the go. <laughs> Yeah, and let's play the game. We've got announcements after this game now. So, Infinity Warfare takes place from 2019 up until 2040. No, 2077. Uh, so, I'll be naming things from any point between then uh, and then between 2019 and 2077. Uh, let's see. Let's start us off. Uh, what year did Dwayne Johnson for the Democrats? win the US presidential election against Mike Pence. What year did that happen? Oh, that's got to be 2020. 2020, baby. That's 2024. Oh. Yep. Yep. What happened in 2020? Okay, never mind. I'll I'll say, because I'll do... Yeah? uh, 2020, um, Donald Trump and Mike Pence wins re-election. They they got re-elected. I don't believe it. Uh, Not for a fucking
1: second do I believe that. (laughs) I don't like this future. That happens. Like, (laughs) I'm out. I'm fucking... I'm done. I'm done. Like... Okay,
0: um, what why do year... we care so much? Because I mean, it affects the rest of the world. All right, I'm not it doing does. this. I'm it's... not doing this. Another podcast, a politics podcast, or something. You no, know, it really grinds my gears. Oh boy. Um, what year did Greece leave both the eurozone and the European Union? Leave or get kicked out? Leave. Okay, so it says here: mm, 2034, 2028, 2023. Okay, yeah, not that far off. Not that far
1: off. Five years, five good years. Five. Hold on, Greece. Yeah, they're hold go, on, they baby. Go a bit, like, we're 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 wearing it for you. Yeah. Okay. What, what What's Greece's exit name? There's Brexit. What's
0: Greg Greg Gregxit? Greg Gregxit. That's just a guy called Greg just <laughs> leaving. He my Gregxit. <laughs> Hi guys. It's been a fun party, but now it's oh, time for my Grexit. Uh, <laughs> um, yep. What year was Korea reunified under the South Korean government? So North Korea, South Korea, they came together underneath twenty twenty two. Uh 20 2027 2036 oh, we kind of split the difference. Um
1: I was too hopeful.
0: Yeah. I was okay. still too hopeful. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Got a couple more. Yeah. Uh what year did Australia become a republic after a referendum? 2019. <laughs> we can do it, baby. I'm getting really political <laughs> in this, so I'm Sorry. Uh 2021.
2: 2028.
0: Okay. Oh, yep. I can live with that. Uh lastly but certainly not leastly, um, what year was the first Fortnite World Cup? Oh, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. It's twenty nineteen. <laughs> so I mean, obviously we haven't had it yet. <laughs> so it's coming. It is, it's well, coming. it's twenty
1: nineteen now, yeah. Why do we say twenty yeah, eighteen? I don't know. It's today it's, it's twenty nineteen. It's, 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 it's coming up tomorrow. It's still tomorrow. I hope you guys are ready.
0: Are you guys prepping? Are you guys prepping? It doing- is currently
1: nine fifty-one PM on the twenty-eighth. Yep. Of December 2018. I'm
0: getting in my, my rounds, my <laughs> victory royale. I've just already started drinking. <laughs> I'm just flossing all the time getting ready for the Fortnite World Cup. Let's do this. Let's do it, baby. Let's do this, baby.
1: What was the player on? PC, Switch, PS4? Uh,
0: oof, does not, does not specify. Uh, but probably PC. Yeah. Uh, that year also, despite a sharp decline in players last year, player Unknown's Battlegrounds received several new updates that improved the game significantly. Uh, and the player base begins to slowly increase. I love that. That's included alongside, like, and Greece leaves the European Union. Like, Australia becomes a republic. Yeah, and PUBG gets and PUBG decent. gets
1: some more, some more. Hey players. yo, way yo, you know like PUBG? Nah, oh. it's so much better than Fortnite, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Okay, Zane's nodding his head. It must be. Oh yes, I hate how little white in my word means around <laughs> here.
2: I love you. I cherish okay. you.
0: Okay, all right. Hope you guys are ready for the third Sino-Japanese war in 2043. I'm not. I'm not. 2043? 2043. I plan to be dead by then. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, stay tuned for that. Uh, until what year I'm... does that happen? Yeah. What's that? What year does that oh, happen? yeah. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, 20... Oof.
1: 2019, Curtis, if my mental health has anything to Curtis do with it. Curtis
0: is murdered. <laughs> 20... I'll leave, I'll leave that one to up to speculation. Uh, get Did I breeze past like really fucking rough? <laughs> bit just then, I heard it. not know what to do. I do forget we're
1: recording a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> looks, I looks, do looks.
0: forget that this is just going out into the internet. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can all vote on the uh, year of Curtis's death uh, on our Facebook page. Just let us know what year you think. What it is. year would you like it to happen? Yikes! Um, <laughs> but till then, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are coming back next week for one more episode yeah. in this little interstitial season yes. that we've got. And we're
1: going to do one more, and then we're going to take a little bit of a break yes. for, for a while and then come back probably, I believe, the uh, we were, gonna, we're talking about the end of January. It'll be the 22nd or the 29th of January.
0: Because sure. we always drop on a Tuesday. Always on a Tuesday. might drop on a Tuesday. Then, uh, maybe early February. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but we will see you then. We'll see you next week. Um, but uh, our theme song, of course, "Pictorian France." "Pictorian France" by Kevin McLap. Uh, many thanks. Uh, do you guys have anything to plug? No, nothing. Have a wonderful twenty nineteen, everybody, and yeah, uh, we'll luck. be there all right the way alongside through, you. Right alongside you. Uh, Till next time. browse responsibly.
2: Okay, so you find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy looking bartender. And uh, I rule to crime. What?
1: I rule to crime. Oh,
0: crime. I'm proficient. I assist. Sweet. I rule to crime with
1: advantage. Okay. Oh, all right. What crime exactly are you committing?
0: Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs>
2: Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast
1: where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. It's a whole thing. not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at that's not Productions.com or find Laura Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A that's Not kind of Productions podcast.